do you agree that you know it's time that we all wake up and take responsibility even for our ancestors that did not know any better been waiting patiently to have this kind of conversation <laughs> Well, it's Wake Up With KC. I'm Kimberly. And, you know, this episode, I want to talk about, you know, some of us are still don't even know what our passion is, what we want to do. And I know during this pandemic, you know, we had to, I had tried to reinvent myself. But what about the younger, you know, generation and you know, we're with the limited beliefs and the mental programmings of, you know, you got to go to school, get good grades, get a good job, do this, be this way and whatnot, you know, getting out of that and then discovering your own, your own unique gifts and what you're passionate about. And today I have a very interesting and beautiful being, Joshua. Welcome, Joshua. Oh, thanks for having me, Kimberly. Well, I got inspired when um, Stephen mentioned about you, and you, you're 25. That's correct. It's 25 young, like as he would mention it. <laughs> yeah, 25 young. <laughs> okay, then I'm 35 young. <laughs> it's a good, it's an optimistic way of seeing it, right? I, I, I just adopted it as just what he's saying to me now. 25 young. <laughs> <laughs> so with your story, can, I mean, can you just share with us, you know, your upbringing and, you know, what you thought you, you should be doing and, and, you know, going through that process and then your, I guess, self-realization or what inspired you to be doing what you're pursuing now? Okay, so I came from a medical background, uh, doing my degree of kinesiology. Um, I wanted to become a physical therapist, and I just followed what my parents said. They said, do this, get the job, the nine to five, you know, you're helping people. That's the only upside of it, but I love to help people. I mean, I can do this all the time, and I'm getting paid for it, you know, and I just said, okay, I'll do it. As I was, was going through the schooling, I saw these students really have this epiphany, you know, this sort of um, this realization of like they wake up and really believe that the human body and the biomechanics and uh, everything about it, this it's, it revolves around them and they love it so much. And I, as I reflected on that, I seeing them really act in this sort of manner. I don't think, I don't think I actually feel the same. This isn't for me. I don't really like it that much, other than the side of helping people. But I, I just said, okay, I got to find something else. I got to finish my degree and everything. I got it. And I just saw deeply, what can I give to the world in an art form that is still something I could be passionate for and that I could sleep on and say that I want to do this for the rest of my life. And that medium, I really saw acting. It has to be that. It has to be acting. I quickly signed up for the, the following year to a theater school and had went through the process of you know name headshots 
and then all that da 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 age whatever and there was a recommendation letter part yeah and of course i had no background whatsoever of any of that never touched it in high school either i mean i went i was in the marching band but other than that performing arts was something that i didn't see myself really have a career behind but i was fine with the idea that physical therapy it's a career you know helping people and so and so so and forth but that reliving that feeling again of performing for someone and giving them that connection was something i wanted to try and when i was looking at this recommendation letter part i just took a document i just said i don't have a recommendation letter <laughs> i submitted it <laughs> i mean normally people would just submit a blank one but i don't know what it was and then 20, no, less than 24 hours later, the school calls me saying, hey, you want to come in for an interview? Like, we want to know more about you. Like, well, how could you? I don't know what it was. It was so brazen and the audacity behind it that they saw that. Maybe this guy's really curious. And you hear it all the time, right? You just got to try. And that's what I've been doing ever since for the last four years, this acting. I've done so many scenes, so many plays in my schooling. And it's just amazing experiences. It's something I really want to pursue. And... I, I, I already said it, but you just have to try, you know, and that's when you'll know where your passion will reside. It's amazing. Wow. And I mean, I didn't know what I was passionate about until I was in my 40s. You know, and I went back to school and I, th I thought I was going to be in radio. But then I got a bit in taste of film editing. And I was like, wow. Because I love the art. So I'm like, well, I could create this in an art form. I'm creating a masterpiece. I'm putting pieces of video clips together. And voila, there you go. So I fell in love with that. So I get that. Like when you try something, you know, and being intuitive, it's I look for signs, the synchronicities of, you know, the right people showing up you know, the right information that get, it's like keys and clues to guide you along the path so you can reach that passion and have that experience. And, and it's part of your purpose. It's a small piece of the purpose of, you know, what you came here to do. Would that be safe to say that it's true? Yes. Yes. All of my, everything I've been doing up to this point was is being geared towards be the actor I want in the next few years. And it's just, how can I wake up every day to be better myself into that aspect? I eat healthy, go to the gym, always pursuing online of what can I be do to promote myself, such as Steve, the publicist, I got him recently, get an agency, get a manager, get all the rudimentary skills behind it and resources to really get to where I'm at. And I've always lived through that in my life that if I have a task that needs to be done, always 100% and always finish it. Don't don't juggle so many things. Don't because this is not going to be all completed in their own manner. And it's going to be all sort of half a dozen. And it's not it's not going to come out well, it needs to be 100% each time. But we're, we have to have the meekness and forbearance behind that to be able to give it our all. And that's what I did from physical therapy. I saw it in myself that I didn't like it. And I could see otherwise because I didn't, unlike other people, they already have the, the thinking behind that. Oh, I'm not going to like it, but you haven't even tried. So I have the backing behind that to even say that I really didn't like it. And that's why I'm going to be doing theater and all that sorts behind that. Yeah. 
Wow. And uh, yeah, I, I tell my kids, you know, well, how would you know unless you try? You know, and you know what I speak about in, you know, other with other guests and whatnot. And I, I just come across this. It's like, you know, how are you supposed to know any difference of anything unless you experience it first to know it? You know, we all have gone through experiences and then we decide, oh, that wasn't a good experience. Don't want to do that again you know, or wow, that was really good. I want to continue that. So that's what life is, is just an experience and then figure out what, you know, you like to do, what you're passionate about doing it and just go with it. And to me, it seems like things just flow, you know, things come together, not in the timing that we want it, but eventually it comes to us to guide us and just lead us into another opportunity, another experience. Exactly. Would you yeah. agree? I agree. I agree totally. Everything takes time. There's time for everything. I have a realized that outcome too, that it's not going to be immediate. And I've accepted that people always want this. They want it so fast. I know nowadays it's not like that. Only the rarest occasions, so little, but I'm not going to gamble for that. That is a, a far cry for my goal that I want. And even it's going to be muddled in the, in the future if I try to rush it because it won't be as stable that I want it to be. And just the idea that everything is geared towards what I want to be doing every time, even I've learned so much, be enlightening that my schooling has given me the confidence to be able to make decisions and the wrong decisions. And I, I, what I'm saying is I welcome adverse and auspicious experiences so I can know and, and learn from the future that if I want to, like what you just said, I'd like to experience again or not. I, I welcome all of it and I accept the outcomes behind it. And all experiences to me, I, I need them, you know. <laughs> Yeah, to know the difference, to know better, to, you know, gain wisdom and knowledge. That's what, you know, life is truly about. And I find it really fascinating, like some people haven't learned yet, you know. And as a collective, I feel like we're repeating history. It's like we're living in Groundhog's Day, like that movie with Bill Murray. <laughs> and so we wake up. And I'm like, guys, come on, wake up now. You know, let's get off this, you know, the, that spin wheel like the hamster. <laughs> that, the lifestyle of that, I can't really, it's too stagnant for me. I've all, I'm always pursuing something new. I need to find new knowledge, new, it's, it's just, that's what I always strive for. And it, it benefits me too at the same time as an actor because I can know behind it that, oh, how would this person be like at this moment in time or when I create the characters in, in the circumstances that I play. It's, it's, it's fun. <laughs> How can I live a million lives, but still attain one? You know, it has to be acting. You know? <laughs> so what was the, I guess, your hardest experience growing up? My hardest experience was, if I could generalize it in a way, it's the, I need to have this, we all have this understanding of me to be pleasing someone and this validation for someone. I learned that 
I, I guess this is what life is about. I gotta, I gotta go through all the schooling. I gotta, well, I mean, I do listen to my parents at time to time, but when it comes to something that I want to be happening to do forever, there has to be some leeway behind that, some leniency that maybe I don't want to be doing. I need to be, I am, of course, even at my age now, I have the right to make my decisions as an adult. And at that point too, it's that the sense of, I've always been fighting with like even people on the day to day that I need to have this validation for them. I need to have this validation. But all in all, it's at the end of the day, what is that? Does that really sort of pay the bills? Does it really make me happy? Does it really help me sleep at night? I've learned through the years that I don't really need that. It's unless it's beneficial in my understanding towards my career, which most of the time in all of my encounters is never even is just by saying, Oh, I'm going to be this one person said, this is just an example. Like, Oh, your car is dirty today. Why don't you wash it? And then I would do it. And all that energy expended on that sort of could have been put into elsewhere, like reading the the plays I have been reading or even going to the gym or even that, that was that energy is wasted on just trying to please someone. And it's, it's that, I've grown out of that over the years. And I'm really glad that even through this, uh, schooling alone has really taught me more than just how to become an actress, how to be a human being in this planet, you know? Oh, wow. Well, thank you for sharing that. Cause I think somebody, you know, would take that as valuable information. Like, wow, you got a point there. And that's why I started this show is to help people think outside the box, take a look, you know, around and you know cycles patterns maybe the beliefs mental programmings even emotional energetic traumas that we don't realize that's keeping us from you know becoming the best version of ourselves so we can live our best life now and since you mentioned about schooling and whatnot what teacher that did you connect with the most that helped you and supported you i didn't have a teacher in mind uh, but i could say my high school years is the def the definite turning points college years you're sort of you're in this understanding of pursuing the, the career you already want so a lot of the connections are very quick and it's not there's no sentimental value behind it and that's really when you start to grow up in, uh, when I'm saying in high school. From what I can remember, I had the most times that I could find memorable was through my band career when I used to play the percussions. And it's the connection I had with them at the time. As, as I'm recalling it, it's um, something unprecedented that I could really feel during just my normal subject classes. It's It was the hardships behind it, behind how we would have to wake up around seven, we had to go and get the practices done. And even the stakes of performance day was only one time. Hey, you have to perform your very best after all the rehearsals. And if you mess up at that moment, it's it's really bad, of course. <laughs> and that's why I went to even theater school. It's under that impression that you get all these rehearsal times, you get one performance. It has to be amazing. It has to be, or else you know. You're doing the servicers, you know, and the character and the audience. Like, why, you know? And through my high school years, I felt it wasn't 
it hadn't triggered yet until I started finishing college that those were the connections and feelings I had already been sought for. And I should have been transferred that into my college years, but we were so systemized in our understanding that schooling and the career, get married, you know, it's like, it, it's, this is this pressure behind that everyone needs to follow everyone. And it goes back to what I'm just saying earlier, that we need to be pleasing someone in this lifetime or else that's not the way of living. But that that's the complete opposite. Even our society has talked, has really made us really toxic about Instagram and Facebook. And, you know, we need to have these likes, have these so-and-so. It just, it's it's so impeding. And I, I do have an Instagram myself, but it's just a portfolio to see Oh, this is me. This is what I do. I do my modeling stuff on there. And I just hate the idea that I need that now as a necessary thing. I don't use it for me. I use it for my career. So I, I'm glad on that part. So, Same right. here uh, in Facebook and in Instagram, just to, you know, put people on there, mm-hmm. bring positivity. But that's about it. I don't, I can't be on Facebook. I honestly, I don't like being on a computer all day long. Uh, it's just we're so desynthesized and disconnected to electronic device. Even with my phone, after a certain time, man, I'm like phone down unless it's a nine one one. I have to get away from it. Mm-hmm. Even like TV, it's just so your brain is downloading so much information. It, it, a lot of people are. I feel getting confused because they're getting so much information. They can't discern what is being actually told or spoken of truth to be where you can actually resonate with the truth. If, does that make sense? Would you agree on that? Exactly. Exactly. It's funny. I can't really commit to a show anymore. It's uh, how do I say this? I get, I get bored. I honestly do. So I do the counterintuitive thing. I, I get a book to read nowadays. <laughs> like when I'm watching something like uh, even a two hour movie, I can't, uh, I can't do it. I could I have to pause within an hour and then I got to read a book, uh, really sort of um, something knowledge worthy or, or poetry. Just, it's so relieving to me. I don't know. If, that's just me personally. I, I don't know about everyone else. And, I'm kind of glad it's it works out that way instead of oh I'm bored of this book I'm gonna go finish the show. <laughs> it's just I feel like how can I further grow myself as a person on the day to day and that's what I always am pursuing is I have to be better every time I wake up in the morning because we only have a limited life span in this world and I have to make the best out of it and what and also pleasing people I don't need that I gotta please myself you know. <laughs> Well, not only that, it's not just pleasing yourself, but taking care of yourself. How can you take care of anybody else if you're not taking care of yourself? Yes, that's true. Very true. I do agree that also. How can you help other people too? I'm open. I'm not. Don't get me wrong. I don't. It's not that I don't like helping people. I need to help myself first before I can help people. I mean, if I'm already damaged, how can I help another damaged human being? Mm-hmm. Make any sense? You have to be able to have a, a sensible consciousness of all your decisions and say this is wrong, this is right. You can't always be ambivalent about being gray. Like oh, I don't know. Like go oh, ask him. It's it's not. It's never beneficial to anyone in general to not be 
helping yourself, right? <laughs> Yeah, or you're always putting yourself last. Mm -hmm. And then that causes other issues. <laughs> oh, exactly. For yourself, mostly, most of the time. I guess you're you're sort of a format for more people that, you know, but, uh, why mm -hmm. would you like that, right? <laughs> so when did you discover that, hey, uh, I'm like, I feel like I'm a people pleaser and how do I fix this? What what was that moment when you realized that? And what did you do? What was the, the steps you took to get out of that habit or that programming that you found yourself in? So the last, it was when I signed, when I finished my schooling and I, and just signing up to my theater school, I, I just needed this new, I didn't know what it was. I was still at the time very repressed and, you know, I closed off a lot of my confidence back then. But I just felt like I needed this. I was more subconsciously at the time. I'm a more of a hard task taker. You know, I take the hardest thing and I, I got to try it. <laughs> and in, even in my, even in my theater school, we have people say like, oh, our teachers want, we have scenes to be doing. And he would say, um, oh, who wants to go first? You know, that the stage fright was still within me at the time. But I I knew my good side of me still told me that I, I'm going to go first. I'm going to go do the monologue first. I'm going to go first because usually when people do go first in, in my school, it, it sets the ground of how the understanding of what, what the other ones would be like. And it's very, it's, it's just all this mind games at the end at that point. But just the idea that, I need you need to be pushing yourself and throw yourself in danger and accept the outcomes in that is something I really truly admire in a lot of people if they can do the exact same thing as me and it's a real changing point that if you could face your fears in the most stoic way possible in the most valiant the gallant way possible you really further grow yourself as a human being well, would you agree that, I mean, all fear really is, is false evidence appearing real in a lot of cases? False fear is false evidence appearing real in a lot of cases. We create it in our mind. Mm -hmm. It's a, it's, I even learned too that once you, once you give your, once you give your person self permission that to be feared of something, you're ready you already diminished all the possibilities that could go beyond that. It, you must be able to condition saying, I, I can do this. I can finish the job. I can do that. I, you have to be a firm, the, uh, the affirmative thought behind that needs to be there. Because if it's not there, then everything else will be a, a slippery slope beyond that. By saying otherwise, it's, by saying, oh, I can't do it, then you're not going to be able to do it. Oh, I can't do that, then you won't be able to do that. You need to have the confidence too. It's, it's, there's a healthy amount of confidence that you need for all the tasks in, at hand. And that's what I've been doing every day. I can do it. <laughs> well, yeah. And you know what? Um, there's something else that, you know, words are very powerful. You know, and I've heard, think before you speak, you know, pause for a moment. Don't react. Do not react. But respond in a way that's not hurting yourself and not hurting somebody else and then it's like 
you know, I think I can do this. I might need some help or gain skills, but I think if I can work something out, I think I can do it. Just even saying that instead of, I can't do it. And I believe a lot of, we, we make excuses not to, just to stay in our safe, you know, comfort zone. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And it, it's like, now it's time, like we gotta get out of our comfort zone and start actually helping each other by connecting and just having intellectual conversations and getting like, you know, just like we're having here today, a different looking at things in a different perspective in order to help each other. You know, more positivity, more, you know, uh, just spreading that positive energy and speaking good things instead of always complaining and, you know, the world's coming to an end and this and that. And it's just, yeah, I'm looking for more balance. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's always, always me the same thing. I'm always looking for balance too. But, you know, that's an ideal world. It's not going to happen. It, that's why I have to, you want to get something done right doing yourself. And it's, it's so it's it's funny that you mentioned too people out of their comfort zone. It, people, are, it's a comfort zone. It's that's why it's that, and they're too familiar with that. You want, mm -hmm. If you're able to come out of that, that's when you begin to grow, and that's when you begin to experience new experiences. And it's just why wouldn't you want to try that? It's some wouldn't you want to be growing as a person? I mean, I'd love to have the best in you too, of course. And, and the best for me. Why wouldn't we want be able to have this adventure, this journey across our lives? That there is more things than just being in that comfort zone. And well, I can only speak so much for anyone to, at my point of view saying that. And it is that it is only it is only then up to them to make that choice and that decision. Right, and realizing like if I stay in this comfort zone, I'm never going to get out of this situation, or it, I'm never going to get out of this job. Mm -hmm. You know that I really don't like. <laughs> you know, or out of this relationship, or whatever it is, and it's you know people love staying in you know that fear you know, comfort place, but they don't realize that that's what's truly holding them back. Mm -hmm. Exactly. It's, I don't mind it too, if they really, if they really like that, but I, there has to be some point that the option is still there that I have, I was in that too. There's more to it. You, there's nothing. The outcomes aren't even as horrible as you make them out to be. The fear of the unknown is something for humans that they, people can comprehend. We like to have, always calculated knowing and that's why we could actually get through the day-to-day -day that way that oh this will happen this will happen so but then uh, through all my all my activities i've ever done is i've learned it because i didn't know and i mean that's how we even were born into these lives we didn't know what to expect from it and we were and that's how we, we began to grow but now we're so conditioned to not to to suppress it so much that oh this is okay i like this this way is all right you know this <laughs> 
it's it's just, it's astonishing but if anyone yeah, does, yeah exactly. <laughs> <laughs> so what what upcoming projects do you have coming up so for me i do have a, a runway i do modeling on the side it's gonna be this yeah and it's gonna be exciting it's gonna be in los angeles like exposition park if you want to come watch me walk sure why not but i'm mainly toward uh towards acting um i didn't have i were i was emailing you about this this callback thing and i said yes i'm available for these times but incredibly unprofessional it fell through i don't know i didn't get anything back they didn't come back to me saying otherwise like if, I, if they wanted to get fitted or today was supposed to be shooting but nothing happened nothing fruition of that but as with the business too i'm going to expect a lot of rejection it's fine it's, i accept that decision i know a lot it's a it's a very hard business i know you hear it all the time right and you just have to have the knowledge that you will get rejected <laughs> and yeah you're gonna get through like what 999 no's before you get to the one yes exactly yeah. you know. what what differentiates it that people see wow, if they could do it, then I can do it. They, they haven't really seen the, all the value of the time put in that there was. I don't mention all the hundreds or whatever rejections until like a D1 role, you know what I'm saying? That's what the, mm -hmm. these actors do also. They they mention the one they got accepted, but they don't mention, why would they want to mention all the thousands or what have you of the rejection they got? They don't know, because as an outsider for some people, who are not in this they see like wow so easy for them so lucky it's not it's not lucky it's hard work behind it as everything else mm -hmm. it, right and not giving up mm -hmm. yes i mean i know from from the 80s and you know i you know julia roberts even tom cruise um oh my gosh johnny depp who else sandra bullock some of these before they got successful we're working at pizza deliveries, you know, exactly. bartending and things like that before they got successful. Mm -hmm. We just put them on a, like a pedestal. They're just human beings too. They work their butts off to get to where they are now. Mm -hmm. Exactly, yeah. We only and they get a bigger paycheck than we do. Yeah, yeah. We only see them the good things that they have done. I mean. We never look at the bad things for some reason. I mean, or the less favorable thing, not bad things, you know. And oh, then, the struggle. Like, how did they struggle to get to the point? Now they're, because the, one, they kept going. They kept practicing. They kept trying to, you know, go to casting calls and auditions and still be in the present moment of working a, you know, part-time, full-time job or whatnot because they knew they had a vision of what they wanted to become, what they wanted to do and what they wanted to have. The reward will pay off. They planted the seed. You gotta nur nurture it, gotta water it, send it, you know, give it love. And in time, something beautiful grows out of it, like yourself. Exactly, yeah, exactly. Takes time for everything and work for everything. And I think we've just been programmed to, you know, it's like going to a McDonald's drive-through. Bam, there you go. 
that's not how successful people's mindsets work. If you want to be successful, you got to learn from other people that are successful. Learn even all the struggles that they went through. And then what they did to overcome it. What they do, what did they do differently? And I'm sure that you looked up to other, you know, actors and whatnot. You wanted to like pick their brains. Like, how did you do this? And what did you do about this? And some of them, if you're really honest and you're passionate about what you want to do, if you go to them, send them an email or, you know, whatever, they'll be more than happy to give you something to help you. You know, knowledge is very powerful, but then you got to apply it. Then it's like un-freaking believable. Exactly. It's very true. And I I just wish you the best in, in your next endeavors and, and whatnot. It's besides modeling, acting, um, do you play music? Yes, I play the piano. Ooh, you play the piano. Yes, I do. I'm a free time. Very impressive. And I'm pretty sure you, you've heard of BTS. Uh, yes, I do BTS. <laughs> <laughs> Are you well, Because you're in acting and in, in part of the arts. I find them so it creative and not only i mean they they're performers they're singers they're dancers but they're also a form of artists by creating the scene they can have five different scenarios and scenes to one song in a music video it's same song different you know five videos same song but they're their props, the everything is totally different. Even their costumes. To me, it's like looking at you know these Michael Jacksons and taking the art into a whole another way in music. Would you agree with that? I do agree. I appreciate their work. It takes hard work to be portraying what they want today, and it's, it's amazing stuff that they do. Like I admire that also. All music artists, portrait artists, photographers, all the sorts. It's amazing. It's amendable. It's it's like it's such a rarity to have, you know, when you come from a nine to five job, you need that relaxation. And that that's one of them, you know, amazing. Well, it's not a nine to five job. It could be a 10, 17 hour job. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'm, so, I'm so modest to believe in nine to five. <laughs> <laughs> but that goes because we're always like seeing the masterpiece of a music video, seeing a masterpiece of a movie. But we don't really acknowledge like wow that must have took some hard work because you got to line up locations timing getting everybody together and whatnot and i if people could look at that in a different perspective you know and say wow that that took some you know hard work I wonder, you know, that's pretty amazing. How do they do all of that to be able to create such a masterpiece? And I love their, their music videos. It's amazing. So it's incredibly creative and ingenious. Do you um, possibly want to pursue like being in a music video? If the time comes, I don't really have an option at this point. 
and time when I'm pursuing an acting career. I must take all the opportunities, of course. And I love to be a, yeah, yeah, it's, it's just fun. What's wrong with that? I mean, at the end of it, I need to be having fun, right? And also pursuing the art form that it is, you know. And enjoy just being in the now and enjoy your life and make the best of it. Mm -hmm. Well, I'm, thank you. I'm truly grateful for this opportunity to be in your presence. And I've learned a few things too today. So um, if I do believe I put in the description of how someone wants to reach out to you for, you know, possibly more work for you um and i i just wow i i'm impressed you're uh, you're a wonderful and amazing being and i wish you the best of success in in, in doing what you're pursuing in your passion thank you i try to be the best <laughs> hey all you could do is just be the greatest expression of yourself be your true authentic self Yes, it's so rare nowadays. Even coming from L.A., everyone has this mask on that they put on in public. Everyone's an actor in L.A. I just choose to pursue it in a different way. <laughs> <laughs> and it, we're not talking about the mask because of COVID, right? <laughs> oh, man, I almost forgot about that. <laughs> Actually, that was good, Joshua. That was good. <laughs> I said, he's not talking about the COVID mask, is he? <laughs> uh, well, hey, before we wrap it up, how how are things in, in LA? Um, mask mandates are back up again, so sadly, because of the, the variant or what's happening. Everything else is still open, but hopefully worse. Okay. Well... Be safe. Take care. Me too. You too, of course. And thank you for joining us. Well, there you go. Another amazing interview with a inspiring actor who's pursuing his passion and living his best life now. Stay tuned for more great interviews and great guests right here on Wake Up With KC. you agree that you know it's time that we all wake up and take responsibility even for our ancestors that did not know any better I've been waiting patiently to have this kind of conversation <laughs>